This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Oh my god. Happy gosh. Thanksgiving. <laughs> a different Thanksgiving than usual. You know, but... everything is a little different this year. Um, but ho- thankfully we have Bravo and we have our um our new shows to talk about, just like always. So it doesn't have to be that different. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food to eat? Um, okay, my favorite Thanksgiving food. My mom makes biscuits from scratch that are like really, really good. So that's maybe my like personal favorite. Mm-hmm. But I also I I weirdly like turkey. Like I feel like a lot of people are kind of like, I eat turkey on Thanksgiving, but it's not that good. And I'm like pretty into it. That's really great to hear. I don't eat turkey, <laughs> obviously, because I don't eat meat, but I don't eat anything on Thanksgiving. It's always been one of my least favorite food holidays, which people would I should like duck for saying that people are like, what? So because I'm we're just very like non-traditional, we always have like Mm -hmm. like our Thanksgiving. But then we always have, you know, like a chicken parm or like something on like a a different theme. Like we usually have Italian food on Thanksgiving (laughs) just because like, you know, whatever, as long as our families all together whatever, we have to have something to eat for everybody. Plus, Everyone just wants dessert anyway. I feel like, okay, I feel like in the last couple of years, I've started to kind of be like a little more like, who cares about Thanksgiving? Not in a way that like Thanksgiving is stupid, but it's like, you shouldn't feel like you have to do all the like the same stuff everyone else does. If it right. like the, the eating the food, the having a million people over, it's like, it's a glorified meal. Like, it's not like. But that's what makes everyone want to do it because they don't do that on like a regular Thursday or Friday night, you know? Right. But it's like if you'd rather have chicken parm than turkey, like make a fucking chicken parm. Oh, we're going to fucking do it. Yeah. Um, I so we're we're recording this early. Obviously, we didn't wake up on Thanksgiving morning. I I have to make a pumpkin (laughs) pie tomorrow and I'm kind of stressing out about it. (laughs) Okay, so funny thing. I saw you post that can of pumpkin whatever on your story and literally I go oh my god what is that because I should know it's for pumpkin pie it's like but the classic Libby's pumpkin pie filling I know. in the can like that's what that's what you use <laughs> yeah I don't eat I, guys I'm a weird eater I know but like so I so when I saw that I was like oh, what is that but because I'm not a pie person I'm just a freak okay I just like when it comes to food I love pasta Okay, so speaking of Thanksgiving, we wanted to yes. do a little fun, um, a little fun game, I guess, where we each are we picked some Bravo celebrities that we would have at our family Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. or I guess it just it, it doesn't have to be like your family, but <laughs> that Mom, you would have, Dad, I have some guests. It, 
oh my god my mom would be like who the fuck are these people <laughs> um okay so we could let's go like one by one so my first okay. pick my first pick was garcelle okay. because i feel like she would kind of get along with everyone and have be really fun to talk to and also she would be down to help in the kitchen which is always appreciated my first would be andy cohen without even like thinking that is who I'm having at my dinner table because he's just a mensch and like he'd get along with my my whole family and he can I feel lead a good conversation that's a good call I didn't pick Andy but I I kind of feel like I should have everyone Um, always forgets Andy as a Bravo Leb and I'm like he is the Bravo Leb um okay my second pick is Kate Chastain Oh, because I feel like she would kind of spice things up. She wouldn't be afraid to maybe like um, get in, maybe like start a little bit of drama, but not in like a toxic way, just in like a we want this to be fun kind of way. <laughs> she um, would literally be like flirt with your uncle. <laughs> right. I feel like and I feel like Kate, if somebody was acting out of turn, like I could talk shit about them with Kate and that right. is really necessary. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, So I'm also inviting Sonia because when the dinner is done, we are going to sit by the fire and have some cocktails and really just like get the family going, whether it be with karaoke or anything. The straw that stirs the drink. You got to have it. Um, Okay, my third one is Jackie Goldschneider, just because... I feel like she would just she would have good conversation at the table. I would just enjoy her presence. She would be a nice grounding presence. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I just like Jackie. It is what it is. So I was also going to pick Jackie slash Melissa. But then I was like, let me let me not. I I, picking five is actually very hard. It's harder than you think. There's a lot of Bravo Labs. So I I decided not to go with Jersey. So I'm going with James Kennedy because I shouldn't even have a reason, <laughs> but that's just going to be like pure entertainment. And also, yeah, just James Kennedy. It's the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. It's turkey. It's not about the turkey. Okay. I love that. Um, my, okay. My fourth one is Portia just because I love Portia and she would be a great time. Of course. Yeah. I knew you were going to have Portia on your lineup. Um, Obviously. Well, mine is Cynthia because I just love Cynthia. We both have our same reasons for it. Like, I just love love Cynthia. I think she's so like such a classy presence. And, you know, I just need to sit next to those cheekbones. So I would have love to have Cynthia at the head of my table. I love that. Okay. My final pick is Ariana Maddox, because I think that she would be a great time in terms of like conversation. She would help in the kitchen, all of that stuff. But then also, you know, she can turn up and have a good time. (laughs) And I feel like, I feel like Ariana and Kate Chastain would get along really well. I I agree with that. I can see that happening completely. And which is funny that you say that because those are two people I feel like who like don't necessarily like everyone like myself. Mm-hmm. Like we don't like anyone. And I feel like the two of them would be friends, which let's manifest yes. that. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Okay, so my final pick, obviously, because I don't follow rules, are I'm going to rotate. There's three of them, and I'm going to rotate them in. So you <laughs> they know each get to come for one course. <laughs> yes, you know I'm going with Beverly Hills with Erica, LVP, and Dorit. Like, I, I can't, like, choose. Like, the three of them would just, like, be great and festive to have at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So that's a rotating door. And we're going to be like, okay, time's up. Thank you so much. Next. (laughs) (laughs) It's like speed Thanksgiving. I like that. Maybe I could do that for some of my relatives. Um, (laughs) You get one slice of pie and then you can go. Um, That was so fun. I wish this was real because I would love to hang out with all of these people. Um, Maybe next year. (laughs) Um, Let's get into it though. We have an episode of Below Deck and an episode of Salt Lake City to talk about today. Below Deck, um, I... It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but I feel like not a lot super happened this episode. Well, I don't know. It's because for a bunch of 20-year-olds, I feel like they were more behaved than production kind of wanted them to be. They they were kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> compared to the drama of our first charter, I feel like this one was kind of just like, okay, like they're drunk. Like, But people being drunk doesn't automatically make them interesting. <laughs> I mean, the most interesting about this group is that their names are Max and Dax or Pax or Lax, whatever. They have like rhyming <laughs> names, Max I and also, Dax, I think. I also feel like, so obviously they were like drunk and young and whatever, but mm-hmm. because they actually weren't the most like demanding charter guests. No. And so when we saw they did a beach picnic, which a beach picnic has never gone smoothly on Below Deck. That's it just stresses like a, me out. Yeah. That's just a requirement. But like, all this little stuff was going wrong with the beach picnic, but the other than the fact that they were like, we're hungry, they weren't really like mad about it. So I was like, okay, whatever. They had issues. It's fine. Right. But watching the beach picnics season after season, I'm always like, do you guys not have an actual checklist to go off of? Like, I think Kate actually does, but for this one, they were like, oh, and this and this and this and this. I'm like, oh my God, this is not going to go well as a, but I mean, luckily the boat is just, you know, a few yards away, but it is still annoying to go back and forth. Like who brings just two pre-made pitchers of margaritas instead of the bottle of tequila? Like, I I don't know. It was just like, and then they forgot the shot glasses. And I was like, oh my God, this is a mess. Like if you were, and I feel like I have more faith in Francesca, but she is leaning heavily on the second stew. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah like why is there not a checklist like somebody has done this before it's not it's not rocket science that you need like the pre-made drinks and the liquor and the shot glasses and the the limes like it's it's the kind of thing where like yes it's a lot to remember but that's their job right and I love you know what I just thought about as we're saying this like hypothetically imagine they're listening to this and they're like okay so you two fucking set up for a beach picnic though we're like this is so easy you know (laughs) you know maybe they maybe they could do a picnic better but i would like to see them host a podcast you you know it's it's all relative that is (laughs) boom roasted okay (laughs) so i feel like what's happening in this crew is that it it's like eddie and francesca both feel like they have kind of the team on their back and like everyone isn't really like picking up the slack and captain Ew, lee eddie. seems captain eddie. lee seems to agree with this because he kind of reams them out after oh, yeah. the charter ends 
when Eddie made a joke about carrying the team on his back, I was like, stop. He was like, my back hurts from carrying everyone on it. I was like, that's so funny. Um, Yeah. Captain Lee is always, I can never read him in that sense. Like, you know, when he's mad, but it's like, how mad is he? And it's like, are we actually in trouble? And it's funny because they got a tip. They got a thousand dollars each. We never usually talk about tips, but it's like, in to the average person being handed a thousand dollars, yeah, that's great. But for this specific charter, you wonder if the parents just gave them the money and like ahead of time and were like, here's the tip. Like those kids don't know what to I'm talking about them like they're five years old, but seriously, like they don't know no. what's like good service level and whatever compared to like adults who do this often. So I do wonder if their tip did reflect off of their work or not. Well, and also the fact that I think a lot of young people just like aren't good tippers in general. (laughs) So, I mean, the tip was definitely lower than other ones we've seen, but at least they tipped. I mean, it could have been worse. I think I'm not kidding. I think they have to like I I think they they like literally cannot not tip. It's like in the contract. Like so I feel like because in the past we would have seen a charter like not tip before, but they can't get away with that, especially on camera. That is I can't even think about it. That would be a rough look. Um, So they go out there. I I feel like the one not a ton happens, but I feel like the one thing that's worth noting is that um, James is like freaking out because he realizes that he has to do work for his job, which like I understand that like some people have like different reactions to being in situations like this but it's like I don't have a ton of sympathy for the fact that you're like expected to do work no I hate that I wake up every day and I'm like I literally hope no one emails me today like I <laughs> I wake up and to do work and I'm just like I'd rather not but you know I do it anyway no I'm kidding I love my job <laughs> I do <laughs> right it's just like it's like it's one thing to say you feel a little overwhelmed but not to be like oh my god like I didn't I- realize I would have to work yeah, like he's wrapping up all the sofas and everything. He's like, oh, fuck my life. And I'm like, but that's literally what you have to do. It's not like, hey, do you mind going in and cooking a few lobsters? That would be different because that's not <laughs> his job. <laughs> but to make sure the furniture is covered while everyone sleeps, you know, that's part of the main things in the job description. But Speaking of sleeping, at the end of the episode, <laughs> we see Shane, who is just like, Oh, he's so tired. He oh, poor thing. <laughs> talking about how it's really hard as a deckhand because you only get about six hours of sleep a night, which is not that crazy to me, but whatever. I mean, obviously these people are tired. It makes sense that they're tired, but he goes down in the middle of the day when they're all cleaning the boat. And it's a little unclear if it's like a scheduled break or if he just like oversleeps or if he literally is just like, I'm going to go sleep for an hour. No, no, he was pretty vocal about going and taking an hour off, but not he like he was like, yeah, I'm going just like for an hour just to take a nap. Like he thought feel like he thought it was much very much downtime, but that you're prepping for the next charter to come. But also like. As as soon as you were finished cleaning, you could have probably taken a nap because the charter's not there like they're not coming yet. So the whole thing was very. What do you expect to happen once your boss catches you sleeping? Yeah, we'll see. And I love that he's like sleeping with an with a eye, an mask, eye mask on <laughs> plus headphones in. Like he is fully like 
he doesn't want to wake up anytime soon. Right. Like he wasn't like, oh, shoot, I fell asleep. No, no. You like you. You set yourself up for a beautiful midday nap. I, you know, I don't know if I see Shane <laughs> making it through the duration of the season. But Eddie also didn't wake him up. Like when his boss went to go find him, I think he was in such shock. So he. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like we kind of left on a cliffhanger. So it's true. We all uh, do. <laughs> um, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Sleeping Beauty Sunshine Aww. next week. Uh, Salt Lake City, this episode had a lot going on. We got some more Mary, which was interesting. We got a lot of Mary. Let's just dive right into Mary, honestly. I feel like that's my yeah. my number one takeaway. Well, because- I really wanted to know why they waited three episodes to do this. Well, I- it's interesting because way back in the first episode... You know, she was with Whitney and we got kind of the first mention of her marital situation. Mm -hmm. And at that point, her attitude was kind of like, yeah, like it is what it is what it is. Like, get over it. And then this episode, we kind of take a closer look and she she seems like she has some issues with it, too. Yeah. It's like uh, it's almost like her first instinct is to be defensive. But then like when you actually let her open up a little bit, she's like, yeah, this was weird. And there are, you know, problems. And absolutely. And we find out she was 22 years old that she said when she married this guy and the fact that her mom wanted to be the one to marry him. I was like, oh, my goodness. But that hearing that from her was very different, which made me sad because it's like this whole world opened up and started judging her right away, including us. We were like, oh, that's weird. We're not judging her. We're just saying the situation was weird. But like that should have totally been like explained beforehand. Then the production asked her if they did sleep together that night. And she said she was very adamant. No, no, we did not. And and it felt weird. Like it almost was was like she was uncomfortable at that age to be married to someone that much older than her. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Well, it just felt like, I mean, because before we knew, we knew kind of what the basic situation was, but it had always seemed like she was like a willing participant in it, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then the way she described it this episode, the fact that she was basically relieved that she was on her period for the first week after they got married, so she didn't have to have sex with him. It was like, oh, that's that's like a pretty major yikes to me that like you were relieved that you got to wait a week to have sex. With- I don't know. It was like, I I don't know. And she now she's stressed about her son who has this girlfriend and she feels like, 
he doesn't want to be as close to her. Like there's some darkness in her, in her personal life. And I, I, it makes me sad. Yeah. Bottom line is that she did this for her grandmother, like the, the him and loving him. Like that's a whole different story. Like she did it to respect her grandmother. And then, but with that yeah. comes a lot of other things. And yeah, I'm like at that point, it would have been like, uh, here you go, mom, you could have him. That's what I would have done. I think. Ugh, I know. <laughs> oh, Mary, Mary M. Cosby. We're, yeah. Mary M. Cosby. I feel like, I feel like she's going to take us on a journey and we're still just getting started. Totally. But we also speaking of like marriages and everything, we also open up with with um, Heather. And, you know, she's prepping for this baby shower who we find out, you know, these five out of 20 employees are all having baby boys, which is wow. But she starts talking about her marriage and her divorce and she's opening up to the women. And I honestly I was like, wow. I do not relate to this woman and her views, to be honest. And I didn't want that to come off as like rude or weird. Obviously, we have different like outlooks on life. But yeah. she said she she um has never really been in love. She doesn't really know what love is. She kind of just overlooks that and married her ex-husband because he was Mormon, not because she was in love with him. And they yeah. were married for 11 years, which is, you know, a decent amount of time. But when she kept going on, you know, her, her talk about the right thing to do, whether, and, and just more so you can tell she was almost like trapping herself. Even Jen was like, you would still be married to him, even though you weren't in love just because you're more, you know, like people are trying to get through to her and listen, yeah. if you feel some type of way, that's how you feel. But I just can't I get on board with that. It's interesting. Like hearing her talk about some of these, <clears throat> excuse me, some of these, like, Mormon kind of ideals of what a marriage is, what a wife and mother's role is. It feels like she, you can feel kind of her sort of internal conflict about that. This is how she was brought up. This is kind of what she knows, what she feels like she's supposed to believe, but that she kind of is struggling with whether that's how she feels personally. And, you know, cause to say as a woman, like, nothing you ever do in your life is as important as your role in the home. Like that's a major statement and mm -hmm. something that I think a majority of people would kind of be repelled by. And so to be like, okay, this is what I've been doing for the last 20 years of my life. I don't know if I really agree with that principle. That's a, that's a big thing. And I think it's, it's kind of, it's really interesting that we're seeing somebody on a housewives show really struggling with this because we don't it's something that I don't think gets talked about a ton right and you know she was saying well it's also right like seeing that just because you're divorced doesn't mean you're ever going to stop being a great mom you know but I think she looks at it as mm -hmm. big picture like the whole family but she um was crying at this point and she was saying if I'm divorced like how am I Mormon but it's like your divorce and look at you you're still going on like you can still do all the other thing you know so it's just very complicated I feel and it's not for me to like preach I don't know anything right. but it's just like personally that's just it's hard to I don't know understand other people's like situations I guess I will say I kind of I want like a timeline of when all of this happened like the divorce sometimes when she's talking about her divorce yeah, there are sometimes when she's talking about it that it feels like, oh, and then they're like in this scene, it almost felt like it was like really recent. And I don't know kind of what the exact 
you know time frame is yeah i know what you mean um i mean hopefully we'll find out i don't know like and then i want to like find out more like with her daughters and whatnot but it's like is she willing to talk about it after you know i feel like at this point we would have found out more about like the situation we'll see um so we have another kind of little feud it seems brewing in the cast this week between meredith and jen which we see developing unexpectedly over the course of this episode because we start out with jen showing up to meredith's house brooks and chloe are there and jen okay so jen seems to be like so loving and warm to meredith's kids like they're her own she's like she says like you're my babies like she's hugging them first of all chloe is so beautiful i don't know why she's in like a cocktail dress why is she wearing that i know i noticed that too (laughs) she looks like she's going to the vmas meanwhile brooks is in like a hoodie (laughs) yeah i have a lot to say a a little bit a lot about this situation because we all have those like family friends who come over and hang out with mm-hmm. with you know the family so when brooks and chloe got so uncomfortable i was like wait do they know each other like what is happening like it was very weird and then i laughed out loud when brooks is like okay we have to go we're going to best buy i was like you guys are going to <laughs> you're going to best buy what are you best getting buy. there like a vcr <laughs> right and cuz i had already seen like we had when we had seen what Chloe was wearing, I was like, oh, she must be going to like a party or something <laughs> after this. And they're like, Brooks and I are going to go to Best Buy. I'm oh like, my God, I was <laughs> dying laughing. Like, I really was. But, I was like, that is so funny. But I feel like they use it as an excuse to get out of the house, but they could yeah. have chosen any other store. It was one of those things where like, I I understood why they felt kind of like a little uncomfortable around Jen. I It seemed like a little extreme to me, the reaction. But at the same time, like, I don't know, you know, exactly what like Headspace Brooks is in or if this is like something that he's expressed before. And like Meredith says that he can be kind of like very particular or like whatever. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's a tough thing. Like, I've definitely I feel like a lot of us have been in that position where we're kind of like, mom, like, I don't want to like I don't want to go over to this person's house or like something like that. Right. But fast forward this whole like sleepover and Meredith canceled with Jen because she wanted to spend time with Chloe. I'm sorry. Like at that point. And then like, she was talking to Brooks about how she felt. And Brooks is very adamant about her not hanging out with Jen after her behavior. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like at that point, Meredith could have been like, it's I'm just hanging out. She's my friend. I'm going for the night. Like, Jen didn't do anything that I was like appalled by and not that I make the rules, but it's like, she didn't do anything that to point where Meredith has to stay home with her college age kids to not avoid going to hang out with her. Spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. I do think it was... It was... The fact that it was uh, apparently Chloe's last night in town, it's kind of like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, stay home with your daughter. Yes. And I think Jen's reaction was kind of like, okay, just let it go. But at this point, Jen seems to kind of have latched on to the idea that Mary or that Meredith is like against her because then <laughs> she finds out at this baby shower, which is pretty chic, by the way. I liked the baby I shower. Mean, yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mer- so Jen finds out that Meredith went to Mary's church with Whitney and her dad and Jen takes this as some kind of personal affront to her that Meredith would go to Whit- to Mary's church and then later in the episode at Whitney's prohibition party when she wa- when Jen walks in Meredith happens to be talking to Mary and Jen takes this as some like <clears throat> this backstabbing bitch. Why is she talking to Mary? And it's like, cause you're at a party and you're all in the same cast of a TV show. Like, and you made up with Mary last week uh, to everybody else around you. You guys are on the same page and you're fine and you're moving on. And also at all of these things happening, like where Jen's like, Oh my God, I feel so betrayed by Meredith. I feel like Meredith has no idea what's going on. She doesn't know that Jen is mad at Mary and it's also like- it's it's um Jen feels like she's being attacked and the world is like I, I want to be so bad say to her so bad like the world does not revolve around you. right I feel like Jen has kind of like cooked this up in her head that it's like okay M- Meredith did this thing I wasn't a fan of so now Meredith and I are in a feud and Meredith is just kind of going about her business and Jen keeps finding reasons to be like that's shady that's shady and it's a little bit like i feel like she's raised the stakes above where they um should where they would make sense to be at this point because it's like nothing you can be like sure be annoyed with meredith go talk to her but like nothing she's done is like crazy or egregious at all her and whitney and whitney's father going to mary's church was beautiful to watch and like it was like an an invitation mary felt really good that they wanted to come she was excited to like for them to see that part of her world and like mm-hmm. that to me that is when i was like jen that's not a per don't take that personal this has nothing to do with you at all like at all right like she <laughs> she went to the church service she didn't like join the church and give all her money to it like <laughs> even if she did even if she did she's allowed to support you know but jen also i, I have noticed f- freaks out like we noticed this last week in her own bathroom at, at the at Meredith's birthday. Like she mm-hmm. freaks out over little things. So yeah. I have now come like to learn that that's her way of like fighting or arguing. Yeah, I like, think she oh needs she needs to just like relax a little bit. It feels like she is like a little a little too 
amped up about everything that goes on, whether it's good or bad. And yeah. it's like, you, you know, it's we're three episodes in. You got to just roll with the punches a little more. I'm curious to see next week. I assume we'll get some kind of confrontation between oh, Meredith yeah. and Jen. And I hope that they can kind of like squash it because it, it feels dumb at this point. Like it does not feel like something that needs to be conflict yeah I feel like also Lisa wasn't really in this episode other than her going to get another like diet coke and I was like is this gonna be like her new like spiel like she needs to go get like a fountain soda every time she gets in the car but... her son her son who does not look old enough to drive <laughs> <gasps> I know her, but she get me a 44 ounce diet coke easy ice with lemon yeah they her. were yeah I mean that was great and he did look like very flustered while learning to drive but when they were picking out just a little detail about this prohibition party where everything mm-hmm. Whitney Whitney says, by the way, is so like provocative. I'm like, oh, I feel like she's like trying to be so like, oh, but Meredith and Lisa are picking out Lisa's outfit. I thought this was so funny. And they're like, this is set. This is 70s. Like the party's 20s. You can't wear that. Like this is not the 70s. And then Meredith comes to the party dressed in bell bottoms. And I was like, wait, hold on. Bell bottoms like our classic 70s style. Mm-hmm. And you just told Lisa she couldn't wear something because it was 70s specifically. And that was just like, you know, you know, a little minor fashion detail that I had to call out because it's just like what I notice. Little but Meredith, but Meredith's jewelry was 20s. And I think that's <laughs> the only thing she cared about. <laughs> she did. She goes, you know, the jewelry. And I was like, I still don't see that either. But it was beautiful pieces. Oh my. Yes whatever we'll see next week how this party plays out but of course i'm interested to see where everything goes um quickly who is your number one bravo lab in the group barry i'm gonna give it to whitney because i loved the fact that she brought her um dad to mary's church and she hosted Mm -hmm. this party and she is like really fun for me so far and just a quick note i'm not giving it to jen because i've kind of am up (laughs) to my wits end this episode with her and her shaw squad we can talk about that another time because that yeah i'm over that right now um okay i am going to give it to i think i'm gonna give it to captain lee because I feel like oh, he, I forgot about below deck, <laughs> you know, we're still early in the season, but he sees some shit he doesn't like and he is laying it all out there. And I respect him as a captain. And I think he's doing what he needs to do. Also, how are his ribs? Anybody want to give us an update on, you captain know, I think injury? The, I think the ribs are fine. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening so much. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And we will be back tomorrow with a special episode with Anisha from Family Karma. We had a lot of fun chatting with her. So don't forget to check that out. And in the meantime, check out our Shop Betches Bravo collection, shop.betches.com. And you can rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.